Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, everyone. We are Tim and Julie Harris, your humble, happy hosts. Sometimes I forget to say that. Broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my love, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. I am always happy to be here, and it is a lovely day here in Austin, Texas. I know we probably should not highlight that for our friends in the Northeast and Northwest who are going through actual winter, but you guys can always take a nice plane ride down here and soak up the sunshine. That's right. So listen, guys, today we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. This week, the theme of this week, in case you haven't picked it up, is prospecting, or in the uh, in honor of Jeb Blunt's book, it's fanatical prospecting. And Jeb, by the way, is going to be our special guest host this Thursday, and we've been suggesting you guys read his book. Um, I did the interview already, so it's in production. It's going to be on the uh, – it's going to be our radio show on Thursday, but I have to tell you, that uh, interview, I think, for those of you who are of the right mindset to realize the really the necessity of, of, of prospecting, you're going to have your eyes opened at, to such an extent that it's going to be almost overwhelming, and I mean in a good way. And for those of you who do understand the importance of prospecting, don't know what prospecting means, afraid of it, have a bad mindset about it, I think you're also going to feel the weight lifted off your shoulders. And uh, I'm going to share with you guys a little uh, question I asked uh, Jeb, and I asked him this after the interview was over. I almost wish I would have asked him during the interview. I was asking him about the effect of all the social networking. I mean, there's coaches out there, trainers, books. There's just a whole fad that's trying to convince sales folks, you guys are salespeople, that you don't have to really prospect anymore, that picking up the phone is obsolete, that you can just do it all off social networking and all the rest of it. I know you guys have been overexposed to that crap for a long time. So I asked Jeb, and I've, I've, the, the reason I know it's bunk is because uh, we have actually tried it in our business, but more importantly, we have had coaching clients who have come to us burned out a lot of times because they were down that road and thinking that that was the path that was going to get them to their results, and of course it never does. And so there was a complete disconnect between what the social networking stuff was, really what it, it is, and really how it actually fits into your entire business. And that's what this week is all about clarifying for you, but also it's all about the truth about what this uh, social networking actually does. And I'll give you guys a little for example, and this is right from Gary Keller. I shared this with you yesterday. But this is about it's kind of expanding on the social networking idea. This is uh, online lead generation. This would be leads from Zillow, leads from Zillow, bought leads uh, from Trulia, all the rest of it. In 2007, if you spent a dollar, you'd make $300, basically great return on investment. In 2016, you spend a dollar, you lose 15 cents. So in other words, you're losing money with bought leads, um, and that's been the trend for quite a while, and it's just going to get worse in our opinion. Now, here's the, here's the thought for you. I asked Jeb how long he thought this social networking trend was going to continue where, you know, basically people are able to believe the uh, idea that you can actually social network your way to sales success. I asked him how long he, he thought that that trend, that fad, like bell bottoms, like eight-track players was going to continue. And he told me he thinks it's already over. And I asked him why. And he said, because the simple fact that his book, which is called Fanatical Prospecting, is number one on Amazon. I just started to laugh. What better, <laughs> curious, what better right? proof? <laughs> what better proof? 
to that now, and his he doesn't his main uh, audience they aren't agents, right? So he is um, he is training salespeople for huge organizations, international organizations. His customers are like the biggest companies in the world. He goes in there and trains their sales staff. And he told me that they too were inside these big organizations believed the myth that social networking was going to be the replacement for more traditional sales techniques and prospecting. But what they've all discovered, it was all just a bunch of bunk. And uh, so they're now hiring him in to train his salespeople how to actually sell, how to actually pick up the phone. And uh, the last little takeaway thought before Julie gets to her, actually she's got three killer emails from you guys to read, um, that I think is kind of funny, is the next time you get a solicitation from someone trying to sell you leads and they're calling you, you need to have the light bulb go off in your head that if they were so effective at creating online leads, why is it that they can't, why do they have to call you? Why is it necessitating a phone call? And then when you run into some agent or you run into some guru or you run into some coach or you run into somebody who's telling you that, you know, for some reason picking up the phone and prospecting is, you know, your grandpa's way of creating sales, just go back to those couple thoughts that I've shared with you, you know, the guys trying to sell the leads know they have to actually prospect. You know, the number one book in the nation right now is actually about the truth about what it takes to actually close sales. Now, look, if you guys want to just do sales here and there, maybe one or two sales a year, barely getting by, no reason to be in the business, in my opinion, at that rate. But yeah, you could probably do it off Facebooking your friends. But other than that, it's not anything to be seen as anything other than a supplement to the real work in this business. So I think all of you guys get it. If not, you're getting it. If not, you will get it as you continue uh, to listen to us on the radio show. So, Julie, you've got some great, great topics, and then we're going to discuss with these guys their perfect prospecting environment. Yes, indeed. So the first one comes from one of our great podcast listeners who is not as of yet a premier member, but someone from my from our team will be contacting her today. And this is from Tara Sinclair in beautiful Hawaii. And she writes, Aloha, Tim and Julie. May I share a bit about myself? And I'm only going to read part of this for the sake of uh, time mainly. I was virtually introduced to you both by responding to and listening to a podcast that mysteriously landed in my Coldwell Banker email account just two weeks ago. Let me say in a nutshell, I was blown away, or should I say my ego mind was blown away. After listening consistently to your podcast, the breakthrough one on list to last something shifted inside me like a tsunami. So I, I just wanted to highlight that because we did do a big series, I think uh, mainly last week and the week before, about the listing process and the importance of being a listing agent and the concept of the fact that you have to list to last. And then uh, Tara goes on to ask more about our coaching program, so we're going to have somebody from our team contact you about that. And, yes, of course, we're going to teach you to be a powerful listing agent in Hawaii. And she asked some other questions, so we'll handle that. Just wanted to give a shout-out to Tara in Hawaii. And the great thing about our Hawaii clients is they do get a lot of referrals from our L.A. clients and our New York clients. So it's kind of a nice family amongst all of our premier members. You guys get to know each other via the Facebook page. So wanted to give Tara a shout-out and let you know, I know you're listening, that you'll hear from our team today to answer your questions. And then we also have uh, Gwyneth Price, who is in San Diego. And she, at the top of her email, really kind of leads into our topic today and really the topic this week about prospecting. She writes, hi, Julie, I thought I would dash an email off to you as I'm struggling with this, converting leads into appointments. 
I don't have any trouble creating leads. I do a minimum of one open house a week. I door knock in my farm area, and in advance of open houses, I'm working with the prospecting process for expireds as well. I talk to, on average, five good leads per day, but haven't been great at getting to the appointment. Call it call reluctance, fear or terror, whatever, but it's driving me crazy and halting my business. So my response to Gwyneth as the person running the premier class is we actually have a whole section about call reluctance, overcoming call reluctance, how to deliver a powerful voicemail message, because oftentimes we know you're hitting voicemail. So yes, absolutely, that's what our coaching is about. And she also talks about feeling like she's a little bit ADD about always finding something else to do instead of making calls. Well, you may or may not be ADD. That would be what we call normal in real estate, creative avoidance of prospecting. So we address that in prospecting environment and prospecting mindset. It's a lot of the work that we do in the premier class. So you're not alone. And in fact, Gwyneth is already a great producer. She's doing more than 15 million in volume, um, but we're going to get her to the next level. So just wanted to give a shout well, out. And yes, we're paying attention to you, Gwen. Go ahead. Julie, it's important, and I'm always going to belabor this point because I want these guys to be really clear about it. It's important you guys understand that the absolute, to use Tara's word, tsunami of uh, companies that have evolved over the last 10 years that are in the lead selling business, they're in the lead selling business. And frankly, from a business perspective, it's actually kind of smart because they know that you guys don't actually want to do the real work. And you know what? Nobody really does in anything. And they also know that prospecting sucks. It does. Prospecting sucks. There it is. I've said it. We'll say it. <laughs> okay? That's stupid. It's not fun. It's the work <laughs> part of the work. It's the work part of the job, and you've got to do it. So what we're going to help you guys understand, it, to understand, to accept, to embrace, is the fact that you can finally say no, not just no, but hell no, to all those guys trying to sell you leads. Oh, well, they call you up with their pressure sales, telling you how your zip code's available and how Bert and Ernie, your competitors down the way are going to try to buy the zip code. You're never, you say, go sell it to Bert and Ernie. I could care less. I am free of your crap. I don't have to buy your leads anymore. You can just piss off. And that's really the mindset I want you guys to have. That comes from strength. The weakness is what is causing you guys to do business with these companies. These companies are out there to do nothing other than to leverage your natural and normal, dare I say, fear of prospecting. Now what you have to do is you have to accept the fact that what I'm, I'm going to give you three quotes, three thoughts, and I want everyone to write these down in your notes, and then Julie's going to tell you exactly what your perfect prospecting environment needs to look like. She's got ten very succinct points to get ready to write these down. But I want you guys to write down these three thoughts because it really is, the I think, the tipping point maybe like it was for Tara with regards to listing. So point number one, start every day with this one question. I literally have this written down on my wall, guys. I live by this. Now, I haven't always lived by it, but I do now. So here's the number one question. What am I avoiding the most? What am I avoiding the most? Write that question down. What is it? What are the maybe two or three things that you're avoiding? Hopefully it's not too many more than that, that you're avoiding. Because here's the idea of those things. They're probably the things that are actually going to put you in a position of helping others and make money. The things you avoid the most, generally speaking, are the most important things that you need to be doing every day. So they need to happen first. Remember that. Whatever those things are, they need to happen first. And once you have the things that you're avoiding the most done, you feel fantastic for the rest of the day and you're, you know, versus carrying around the guilt of not having done it. Next thought I wrote down. Write this down. This is another little thing for you guys to basically have written down, permanently posted in your work environment, in your prospecting environment. Start every day with zero. 
And by what the, by that, I mean don't over-celebrate the appointments you set yesterday or the listings you've already taken or the deals you have on contract. You have to mentally and emotionally – well, emotionally, you'll never really have to once you start following a system. But mentally, I want you to start every day at zero, realizing that you have to recreate your success every day. That is the champion's mindset. Then you don't rest on your laurels. Then you're always focused on moving forward. And as our military friends, and we love serving uh, military folks as coaching clients – you guys understand this. You have to stay frosty, stay situationally aware. If you become complacent and you, and you stop and you don't have the idea and the mindset you're starting every day with zero, your business will slide back and not take years to slide back, guys. It'll slide back in like weeks. And that's the real, reality of real estate. The third point I wrote down, and you guys have heard this a million times, an incredibly important point. Um, really, it's probably one of the most significant um, thoughts that Julie and I have ever formulated that's helped us to clarify really um, the bottom line about being uh, ever being successful with ever increasing success, not just successful once because you accomplished something, but successful continuously. And here it is. You have heard this before, long-time clients. It's all about doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Okay, you see how these points are all the similar, very, very similar, by the way. Do you see how it all revolves around the idea that you have to force yourself to do the things you don't want to do? You have to have the mindset that every day you start the every day at zero, and then you have to realize that what you're avoiding is generally speaking the most important things every day, the things that are going to put you in a position to help others and make money. You guys get it? You're putting these pieces together. This is work. Real estate is. You know, there's a great uh, Hemingway quote, Julie. I've been meaning to share this with our listeners. I don't have the quote exactly, but stop trying to be famous. Make your work famous. You know, stop trying to be famous Good. individually. You see that a lot in real estate. I know. You see that a lot in real estate. Oh, branding. Oh, gosh, the guy who's on hold right now while you're listening to our podcast, he's some guy who wants to try to sell you branding because you got to be the you know you got to be the rock star in your market. No, nope. remember, delete that message too. Stop trying to be fo- uh, famous. Don't tr- seek fame. Make your work famous. Make your results famous. Make the sold listings. That's what your actual efforts, the product you produce, that's what's famous, not you. You don't really want fame. Fame sucks. Fame means you lose your everything. You lose your ability to go out in public. You lose, and what you lose mostly is you lose a bit of your sanity. Because what happens is the ego is going to cause you to make decisions that's going to force you to spend even more money being famous. That's the reason you see a lot of agents on best benches, on moving trucks, on urinal cakes, on all these crazy-ass things because they have this insatiable desire, or rather their egos do, to stay famous. You don't, don't think that you need to be famous in order to be incredibly wealthy. It's not true. Matter of fact, oftentimes – the, the quest for fame comes at the cost of actually building any real uh, long-term wealth. It's usually one or the other, and I strongly encourage you to choose wealth, okay? All right, so, Julie, you have some great notes for them today, the pro- perfect yep. prospecting environment, 10 key elements. That's right. So what does your prospecting environment look like now? Do you even have one? There's a thought for you. So let's start with that. I love getting before and after pictures from our premier coaching clients and from our breakthrough clients as well. You know, many of you start out with these goat paths through paperwork and like this towering thing of, you know, stuff that you're going to use someday. So I say, when in doubt, throw it out. If you haven't used it in like the past 30 days, you're probably not going to. It might be outrageously outdated. So, oh, I've got to keep everything because my office makes me or whatever. Guess what? Remember how you guys don't get paid unless you turn in your paperwork? They've got a copy. It's okay to throw stuff out. 
when in doubt, throw it out. And I encourage you, please send me, because I love to collect before and after pictures and post them. I don't have to use your name if it's, you know, highly goat path embarrassing and you're being featured on Hoarders this week. <laughs> but uh, that's okay. So send it to me, Julie, at timandjulieharris.com, and I love to share that. And you can also share with your friends on our private Facebook page. That's a, we'll get a great discussion going on that. So remember that proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. This is where your dollar productivity is supposed to happen, in your prospecting environment. Does your office look like the office of someone who makes the income you wrote down in your treasure map as the goal? Or does it look like a reflection of what your basement used to look like before you went to the office? Okay, So before and after pictures. Point number one, your goals must be clearly posted on the wall and or your dream board. Your goals in five areas of life right out of the treasure map, ideally. Many of you have sent me pictures of your dream board. So something to keep you motivated and remind you why it is you're making yourself prospect. Remember, we took the elephant out of the room. We know prospecting sucks. That's why you got to have your goals on the wall. Point number two, your whiteboards are using the way that we prescribed in Premier, where you're tracking absolutely everything. You're tracking your leads, your listings, you're tracking your pipeline, your closed transactions, and your pendings. And number three, your phone setup. Okay, I get this question so many times in, in our Premier class. It's like, I don't know what you're using now, but get a cordless phone and or a cordless headset get it noise canceling. Sometimes I talk to you guys and it's like every fourth word is garbled or there's something crazy happening in the background. You've got to have a cordless phone with good range to clip to yourself so that you can walk around, which is another major point for prospecting. When you're walking around, your heart rate is higher. You're naturally more excited. You can pace back and forth. In your, I know, Tim, in your office, you've got basically a path worn from where you walk in the office. So I do. standing up does make a huge difference. And some of you guys like using yoga balls or whatever it may be. Don't just sit down. Don't be in a recliner. Look like somebody who's making the money that you claim you're going to make. So your phone well, setup is really critical. Back to you. Let's, let's drill, just drill down on that a little bit. So, yeah. um, yes, just try to stand all day. When you're prospecting, use a standing desk. When you're just working, don't sit. The sitting is just terrible for you. We're not health and nutrition folks. You guys can probably do your own homework on that. Um, I have right in front of me, it's called my up or it says, it's called updesk.com, updesk.com. And the updesk I use is the one that has the surface of it, which is basically a big dry erase board. So literally on my updesk, I can write things down. I have, you know, you guys get the visual of it. You get something similar. You can raise the updesk to, to different levels. And I leave mine in the, basically the highest setting the entire day. My iMac or my Mac is on top of it and I use a cordless phone. Julie is the exact same setup as are all of our coaches. That works. You do not want to be in a, in a sitting position during the day. Hey, guess what? If you're walking around, if you're pacing, whatever you want to call it, while you're talking on the phone, while you're prospecting, you're getting two benefits. You're setting appointments. You're being more effective at setting appointments. Oh, yes, there's a third benefit. And you're also taking better care of your body. So just a quick mental note for a lot of you that you definitely want to take that seriously. There's a direct relationship between the energy that's flowing, obviously, through your body and how you sound how you how you uh, essentially enunciate how clearly you think so take advantage of what you know about yourself and you know make some money from it right that's it and you even have some hand weights now depending on what kind of condition our listeners are in personally you don't want to get yourself into a mode of where you're panting on the phone or anything but you know a light you can get one pound hand weights we use them in pilates 
So sometimes that helps just to break it up. A lot of our really great prospectors will break it up by doing like 10 push-ups in between calls or do some jumping jacks. But the point is the same. Sound like someone that you would want to do business with. Putting a mirror in your office also helps so you can be smiling and upbeat and see what you actually look like. Maybe talk with your hands, have more emotion in your calls. So that is a little bit about how to get set up. And now we're going to move into point number four, post your scripts on the wall or have a three-ring binder where you can label them and flip through your scripts. One of the most common things we hear as coaches is, I can't find my scripts. I know I've got them here. I printed them off. Well, okay, so that pretty much tells us that you're not prospecting if you can't even find your scripts, right? So remove that, uh, that objection from yourself. Don't get away with that anymore. Either post them on the wall. You can um, print them off easily off of our website or just create a notebook. Some of you guys share office space, so the notebook idea is going to be more appropriate for you. I know when I use scripts a lot, I got a uh, like one of those vinyl um, things that you can do page protectors in, and they can travel with you, and it, you know you never get wrinkled paper that way. So maybe use your iPad, but you've got to know where your scripts are and use them. And by the way, don't use a mishmash of your collection of scripts over the past 20 years. Just use our modern proven scripts that we give you in the Premier Coaching. Back to you, Tim. Well, so so let's let's do a deviation on that. This just depends on your your prospecting environment. You know, it depends on how you are. Um, I had all my uh, scripts when I prospected, and I frankly make all my personal clients, and you know, once they comply, to do the same thing. Julie has them in a book, and that's the way you know she has her clients do it. And the way I actually prefer folks do it is they literally have everything on the walls, and they have everything on the walls in an assembly line. So, in other words, let's just say, for example, you're not quite mentally with it that day. You're doing your prospecting calls. You're going to call your expires. You're for sale by owners, guys. We give you about a dozen different sources of folks to call. None of these leads cost you any money, so be very clear what we're talking about here. And so what we do is we set it up as an assembly line. So you have a process in which you're, when you're talking with someone, the first part of the assembly line is the actual script. The second part is going to be the prequalification. And, and the third part basically is that's it. I mean, you're essentially just you know wishing them luck, telling them the pre-listing pack is going to be on the way, telling them you're going to be there you know tomorrow at 6.30, that kind of thing. That's how it works. And there also is another section that there's there's certain things that folks will say on the phone when you're prospecting, and by the way, they always say the same things, and you guys will learn this. It doesn't matter who you're calling. You're always going to hear the same stuff over and over again, and part of our premier coaching program is not only do we have the scripts, not only do we have the objection handlers, we also have obviously – all the you know pre-qualification scripts, have all that stuff up on the wall. So when an expired says to you, well, I'm just going to keep with the old agent, or an expired says to you, I'm just going to keep the house off the market, or a FISBO says to you, I'm just going to you know try to sell the house and save the commission, or all those types of scenarios, those are all on your wall with proven answers or proven scripts to basically make it so you can still set the appointment. What most people do when they start prospecting, and if you guys have done this before, this is the typical mistake that people make is they'll start by prospecting they'll be gung-ho about it they'll grab some scripts online they'll just basically start trying to read them and you maybe let's say they're a natural script reader you know there's somebody that you can't necessarily they're just good they're naturally good but they don't know how to use the objection handlers we call them zingers by the way and all of our zingers are copywritten so people can't steal them um so really what happens is is most prospectors will lose an appointment or lose a set 
on the first objection, like when they call up a for sale by owner. I'm sorry, let's use an expired as an example, my favorite. And that you call up an expired, and the expired says to you, well, I've just decided to hold the house off the market, or I've just decided to keep it with my previous listing agent. 99% of the agents out there, what they're going to do is they're going to lose the set at, at that point. In other words, they're not going to know what to do or how to handle that thought that just came out of the seller's head, and they're just that's going to be the end of the call. What we do is we teach you to push beyond that so that you can set more appointments. So you can basically be in rapport with the seller and get to the point where you start taking more and more listings. Guys, listen, this is not fantasy land. This is not smoke and mirrors. This is you doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. You will find success as quickly or as, uh, you know, as you decide to just blindly follow. The key for you to be successful doing this and virtually anything else in the world is to take the actions. Go through the steps. Assume that our process works, our scripts works, our objection handlers work, everything works, and just follow blindly. Don't question, and don't do a hodgepodge approach. That's what's really amazing, and so many of you guys will take a little of this, a little of that, and you think somehow, magically, that you're going to be some sort of you know, Zen Buddha of scripts, and you're going to come up with something that's absolutely miraculous. Why would you bother trying that? That's just your ego, guys. That's just your ego. Just look. Bottom line is follow the plan. A lot of you guys are asking about Real Estate Treasure Map. You're asking about our other book, Rich, uh, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate Agents. In order for you guys to get that, all you have to do is fill out that form. It's on our website or uh, and just its name, email, phone number. And you'll get all six of those books, including your 12-monthly generation plan. And you're also going to be entitled to a – and this is absolutely critical that you absolutely positively embrace this – you want to have a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches because they're going to get you started on the real estate treasure map, and that is the most important part of that six-book series that we're going to give you. Real estate treasure map is your treasure map to everything you should be doing throughout your business. Now, you might not choose to join our coaching program, and that's fine. After you've had that free coaching call, the business consultation with one of our new member coaches, you're going to walk away from that call feeling I, frankly, you're going to feel like you have direction, really clear direction, frankly, that a lot of you probably have always wanted to have, maybe didn't even recognize that you didn't have. But after you have that free call with one of our new member coaches, you're going to have an absolute 100% you know, idea of what specifically you should be doing. That's what the Real Estate Treasure Map is all about. That's the reason I want to give you that book. Now, you could go to Amazon and buy it. That's fine, too, but I just want to give it to you. So go to thinking – I'm sorry, go to thinking – go to timandjulieharris.com. Um, and just you'll find the form everywhere. Or if you're listening right now on timandjulieharris.com, just fill out the form that's underneath the podcast. Or the easiest other way is just to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and fill out the form there. Guys, listen. I know a lot of you are experiencing this. I know a lot of you guys are embracing this. You're understanding it. This is absolutely positively your opportunity to be essentially have the fulfillment of all your dreams. Truly. This is, and it's up to you. You're in the right place at the right time. You're in, this is the right economy. This is the right everything. The wind is absolutely at your back. Now, it's, all it's all about now, the bottom line is for you to take the right actions. And if you've been doing little things in the past that are no longer working, buying leads, for example, stop trying to make something that's not going to work work again. It's not going to work. Move beyond that. Move forward. You know, fanatical prospecting, as I told you at the top of this show, number one book on Amazon. Hey, guess what? All the social networking stuff was the fad, the trend that we told you it was. We've been telling you for the past 10 years, and now the facts are proving out that, you know, people have tried it. It doesn't work. It was oversold, overhyped, and it's over. 
Now, there will always be a place for it, but it's going to be as it was always intended to be, not to replace the real work in sales, but to supplement it. And that's how you guys got to think of it, okay? So if there's ever anything we can do for you, email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Remember, Premier Coaching members, right now, as in right now, <laughs> Julie's doing her one-on-one coaching call for you guys. She's already logged off of our podcast, and she's already logged in. And Premier Coaching members, make sure you attend that live one-on-one call with Julie. It's happening right now. So go to the website, harrislearning.com, get the username, you know, log in, and you're good to go. If you need us for anything, it's Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Hey, guys, have a fantastic day. If there's anything we can do for you, please let us know. If you want more of a specific type of information, we always appreciate your feedback. We've developed shows around the feedback from all of you. So if you want us to talk more about something, drill down more on something, validate a a suspicion of yours, anything like that, if you have uh, anyone you want us to chase down for an interview, an author, an opinion maker, anything at all that you want us to bring to you, just let me know. Uh, email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.